The thing is that most doctors prescribe pills like Viagra pills, Sildenafil, etc., knowing perfectly well that this is actually not the best way to treat this disease because they also require a root cause oriented treatment because it is possible to treat the root causes of this disease versus than just the symptoms with pills. Welcome to the Digital Therapeutics Edition of Digital Health Today, and I'm your host, Eugene Borhovich. I thoroughly enjoy bringing you discussions with incredible industry leaders in every episode, and it would mean a lot to me if you could rate the podcast in your favorite player and hit that bell to be notified of future episodes. In the previous episode, I spoke with Omar Manajwala, Chief Medical Officer at Dario Health. In their own words, Dario Health makes it easy for people to care for their health with continuous and connected support that anticipates needs, understands motivation, and simplifies behavior change to put better health and outcomes in everyone's reach. Today, I spoke with Jens Nertershäuser, co-founder and co-CEO of Kranus Health. In their own words, Kranus Health's mission is to revolutionize men's health by providing innovative and accessible healthcare solutions. But before we dive in, Jens reached out over LinkedIn just a few months back. When he told me what Kranos was doing, I was immediately intrigued and was curious on how a software digital therapeutic can help with erectile dysfunction. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Jens. Jens, welcome to the DTX podcast. I still remember you reached out on LinkedIn and the topic of your digital therapeutic intrigued me for sure for many different reasons. So welcome to the podcast. But before we dive into what you do professionally, let's get to know you as a person. So give us a little bit of your background and let's not forget about one interesting fact about you. Yeah, pleasure to meet you, Eugene. Great to be here. So a few words about myself. I am passionate about healthcare. I'm by training originally actually a biochemical engineer. So I did that a long time ago. Never actually worked a single day as an engineer. Unfortunately, I think at some point in my life, it's probably something that I will regret. Nevertheless, my, my path into healthcare then started actually in management consulting. I worked at McKinsey for a while and there I advised a lot of pharmaceutical companies, specifically in the generic space, pretty much all over Europe. And what I found already at that time, I was kind of disappointed by the lack of patient centricity. I actually did some digitalization projects and it was mostly talking and nothing real. So that kind of drove me away from there. I did an MBA, it was an exciting time in Paris and Singapore. And then I had several other stops, but we really attracted me was the tech industry. And the last couple of years before starting my own business, I was part of Palantir Technologies, really exciting time, IPO times, I guess are always exciting. And at Palantir, I was fortunate enough, I have the possibility to work on some really exciting projects in the commercial space where Palantir was active with pharmaceutical companies. And that really was then for me, where I saw my passion for healthcare and tech coming together and really led me to found Kranos Health, which is obviously what I do now. So what we do is closing the gap in men's healthcare specifically. Yeah, we'll dive deeper into it. But before we dive deeper into it, each of those components were interesting facts. But if there's something else that stands out for our listeners? About me personally, what drives me? I love meditation. I meditate daily. It's a habit I recommend everyone to do. Just takes out 15 to 20 minutes of your daily routine and it really helps me to keep my energy high and be successful in life. 
I've been on that journey. I haven't actually shut off the number of days in Headspace, but I think 18, 1900 days now in a row. So it keeps me centered. So for sure. Let's actually jump straight into Kranos. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I'm sure you'll correct me. What was the actual prompt to start the company? And maybe for the Americans or English speaking, what the name means and just give us a little bit more. So what we do is men's healthcare, which is something I'm truly excited about. First of all, there's a fact that men die on average five years ahead of women in all OECD countries, driven by many different factors, also some stupidity and behavior of men, but also in terms of healthcare behavior. And I think that's a gap that's our mission to close. And that is how did it get started really is like, as I said, when I saw the possibility of tech and healthcare now finally converging, that was about four years ago. At that time, I think there were some early adopters in the market already. And specifically what I saw in Germany, I'm sure has been covered on this podcast many times in the past, the possibility to have this very predictable framework into getting a digital therapeutic into reimbursability. And I think at that time, I saw that as a great opportunity to do something in an area where very little has been done, which was men's health. And specifically, at the very early days of my founder journey, my co-founder, Tilo, and I got connected with Kurt, who's our chief medical officer. He is a urologist, 30 years urologist, leading Berlin Charity, very famous urologist here in Europe. And he immediately got it. He's like, that makes total sense. Men's health, few things have been done. And he immediately saw many different areas where we could really use that technology to do something good for patients. And that's how it got started. The name, that's a quick one. Something I thought about is like, well, think about God names. Roman and Greek gods like, tend to be very taken by many companies. And uh, us being based at that time in Germany meant, uh, well, let's look at Celtic gods. And Cranus is the Celtic god of fertility. That's how it, that name came about. And I'm assuming the company is focused on men's health broadly, and obviously that's roughly 50% of the population. But specifically, and interestingly, you mentioned fertility, but erectile dysfunction is your flagship product. So how did you land on that within overall men's health? And maybe some, let's call it market stats around it. I would not say it's our flagship product anymore, but now we have actually two products and I see an equal importance of all our products for the future, but it's certainly our most advanced product, which is also the deepest in terms of commercialization. Erectile dysfunction was our starting point and I think it has been the starting point for other men's health players like Roman or Hims in the US, which are also now branched out much more widely. Why? Because I think it's a very, very widespread disease. So there are about 80 million men that suffer from it in Europe and in the US. It's really almost every second man over the age of 50. So it's a super taboo topic. Most men are very afraid of talking about this, yet it affects almost many, many, many men. So therefore, it's almost like less comprehensible that it's so hard to talk about that. Part of the reason when you reached out and I saw that's one of your products, thanks for the correction there, and it is very taboo topic, gents don't talk openly about it. And so that's part of the reason why I wanted you on here to go through this. So maybe before we dive deeper into the product and the experience and the rest, as a lot of the listeners know the structure of this podcast, let's go through your funding journey and who were some of your early believers. 
The number one early believer was at that time, Konstantin Mehl, founder and CEO of Kaya Health. Also very familiar, of course, one of the leading DTX in back pain and other MSK areas. And that was super helpful. Constantin really helped me to set up the company in the very first months and really help also to spread the word about it and get others on board. Since then, a lot of has happened. We raised our Series A last summer from a French lead VC, which is called Carista, really well-known health tech VC from the French area. And as we look for the future, I think we're still early in the days of Ranos, not super early anymore, obviously, but I think very excited about the future and the upcoming rounds. Let's get to the meat of this and let's pick the ED product because you said it, the most mature one. It's hard to believe that a software intervention can help with erectile dysfunction. Maybe walk us through what that man's experience is on your product. From the moment he gets a prescription to the daily or weekly routines and sort of the outcome. So walk us through that experience. What's happening? I think it's a great point that you mentioned here. We think of the product really about the full experience. The journey starts with a doctor, right? So like you speak in a brick and mortar doctor or online doctor, we offer both journeys. Um, you speak with a doctor that talks you through your problems, tries to assess them, and then ultimately prescribes our product. And in particular, for the onboarding part, we rely also on the help of health coaches that help patients get into the product, understand what they have to do so that they have the best possible experience. Now, talking about the product itself, as we really went through the last 30 years of science and looked at literally hundreds and hundreds of papers to really put together the best possible treatment for erectile dysfunction by science. The thing is that most doctors prescribe pills like Viagra pills, Sildenafil, etc., knowing perfectly well that this is actually not the best way to treat this disease because they also require a root cause-oriented treatment because it is possible to treat the root causes of this disease versus than just the symptoms with pills. And after going through this, and I think some of our urologists at work, even they were surprised going through all this literature what the possibilities are. And for us, the program has actually a couple of key components. So one active ingredient is pelvic floor exercises, something that women already more prone to do or know about. We still have many patients, when you talk to them, the first thing is like, what is the pelvic floor? They don't even know what it is. That's how little education there is among men about this. So this is one component because in order to have a proper erection, blood needs to go into the penis and it needs to stay in there. And strengthening the pelvic floor muscles helps in order to avoid, for some patients, the blood flows out too easily during the erection. So it keeps it there where it has to be. So that is one of the active ingredients. Another very important part is cardiovascular training. So a lot of people that suffer from erectile dysfunctions have comorbidities such as diabetes, obesity, smoking, generally all the things that really have a bad effect on your cardiovascular health. And simply speaking, the blood vessels in the penis are a bit smaller than within the rest of your body, your heart, for example. So erectile dysfunction is a serious disease because it is an early warning indicator of heart attacks. There are a lot of papers that have shown that if you have erectile dysfunction, you don't treat it properly in the sense of treating the root causes, about 
five to six years later, many men suffer from heart attacks because that's the early warning indicator. And of course, reversing that requires cardiovascular exercises. So we get people on a better way of living in that sense. And then lastly, ED has both physiological factors as well as mental psychological factors. And these mental factors are extremely important almost for every patient suffering from it. So we have sex therapy in the product to help these patients navigate their disease and get more comfortable again. Well, that sound means it's time for a question from my amazing partner on this podcast, Chandana Fitzgerald, who is the CEO of Health Excel and as her friends call her, Dr. No Crack. Let's see what question Chandana has for our guest today. Hey, Jens. How should an individual decide whether to use your digital therapeutic or go with a more familiar sildenafil? Thanks, Shandana. Yeah, it's a good question. For us, it is actually not a decision whether or not to do the one thing or the other thing, because what most doctors actually prescribe are both. We think of this similar to back pain. In the end, you have something acute and you get painkillers for back pain. In our case, you get sildenafil, it acts immediately, helps you as a quick fix. But what people really want, they want to get off the pills. They want to be a self-functioning man again, not reliant on pills in order to have an erection. And that is something which only our product can solve. So that's basically, you do sildenafil for the quick fix, and then you do our product for the long-term solution paid by your health insurance. Yeah, and I'm going to hop in here as usual. I think our on-demand society and on-demand generation, we just want a quick fix as humans. And that commitment to behavior change, lifestyle changes is super important. And I think the combination helps. And then hopefully we can all develop the right habits in order to be more preventative in nature, which we'll talk about later as my usual question that people listen to about health coaches. You alluded to active ingredients. You kind of walked us through a bit here. And you also alluded to tons of papers that you guys have went through. Let's talk about going deeper into the science and the evidence generation in order for this to become part of DIGA. Walk us through the active ingredients, evidence generation process here. All active ingredients for this product that I talked about in the last question, they all contribute, of course, to medical outcomes. And in our case, we're actually the only digital therapeutic so far that has proven three endpoints in our clinical study, three clinical endpoints. The primary one is, of course, and that's called IIEF, International Index of Erectile Function, which is the standard validated questionnaire used by all urologists around the world to measure the degree of erection problems that someone suffers from. And in this case, this is the primary endpoint we achieved on this. We had a 240 people RCT clinical trial, which is in fact actually one of the largest ever clinical trials conducted in that space. And within the intervention group, um, which was half of these people, we achieved a plus four and a half points increase on that primary endpoint versus, as you expect, uh, no change uh, since it is a chronic disease in the non-intervention group. What's most astonishing, that fact is really in range with the results that Viagra delivers. So our product really has a similar effect to these kind of drugs, which I think is a very, very strong proof how well it works. 
And then we have two more um, clinical endpoints, which are quality of life. And I think that's also something that differentiates us from pills because these patients have experienced a significant increase in quality of life, as well as patient sovereignty, which in the end kind of is a measurement for how well do you understand your disease? How well do you feel equipped in your life to handle the problems that arise from the disease? We've spent quite a lot of time on your ED product. You mentioned it's not the only product that you have. Maybe you can talk a little bit about other products, but also touch on anything that's public from a pipeline perspective. Yeah, I'd love to, because as I said in the beginning, our mission is to solve men's health. And that requires obviously much more than this one product. We now have a second product, which is completed, which I'm honestly a bit more excited than about the first one which is in the area of BPH, so basically prostate enlargement, which affects almost every man as they age. And what that causes for a lot of men are symptoms. You have to pee a lot at night. You have this urge incontinence where you feel like you have to pee during the day as well. So it's really a massive negative impact on the, the lives of these patients. And here we can do something with quite similar components, a little bit more complex. We also have here, for example, bladder training, but also again, for example, pelvic floor training. That product is completed, it's live, and it's currently undergoing a large RCT trial. We expect this to get uh, permanently listed on the market actually beginning next year. And then the third product, can't talk about it too much yet. It's in prostate cancer. And we're now really obviously going into the deeply clinical areas of men's health. But there's one paper that has recently been published in the U.S. last summer, where they actually were able to show that if you help patients undergoing a medical or a chemotherapy for cancer, if you help them navigate the many side effects that patients experience while they undergo these type of strong medications and treatments, that they not only live better while they're undergoing this treatment, but they actually live longer. And here we have a very exciting product. It's a fully blended care journey where we also incorporate doctors as well as nurses into the product to really help navigate patients these suffering from these very serious diseases to have a better life. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with Jens Nortishoiser, co-founder and co-CEO of Kronos Health. Now, let's touch on reimbursements and DIGA. You are part of DIGA, but you also, I think on your website, saw that all insurance companies are reimbursing you. And so what I'm trying to understand, is this a by function of DIGA or did you go directly to all the insurers and negotiate it there? Yeah. One of the core functions of DIGA is that it is a central process that if you run through that and if you meet the high bars of evidence that are required, all institutionary health providers in Germany will cover and provide for your product. So indeed, we have 33 million men under insurance coverage now, which makes us actually one of the widest covered therapeutics across the world. Speaking about the rest of the world, so today you're operating in Germany, in DIGA. Do you have your eyes set on other channels, but also countries? 100%. When we founded Trados, the ambition and the idea was from day one to build a global company. And I think we've never have seen so exciting days. Now, finally, France has opened. 
Everyone was talking about when is France going to join and actually France is now opened in a very similar business model as the German DIGA space where you can get a reimbursable digital therapeutic listed through a national process. We are already in this process and for us it's definitely a very clear opportunity after being a first mover here in Germany to also become a first mover in France. And then we're of course super interested in the US as well. I like to think about our products really, as I said before, we love human interaction. I think it's time for people to stop thinking about digital therapeutics as standalone app that does its thing and someone prescribes it. That doesn't work. We need to think much wider than that and really think about integrated care journey, virtual clinics. And I think that's the way to also go into the US and help American men, which is certainly something we also plan to do in a not far future. One of the questions I ask, and you alluded to this before, is leveraging health coaches. I know many leverage health coaches just more from a setup perspective, but also a key component of a health coach is this non-clinical psychotherapy, aka lifestyle change management and behavior change. Can you maybe describe a little bit more on how you guys see health coaches in that picture? What's their kind of day-to-day? -day? How are they helping through with your offering? They are part of the patient experience itself. And I think if you set it up in a smart way and you really build integrated backend, you get a lot of signals from patients using your product on a day-to-day -day basis, right? You see what is their engagement in different types of exercises, where they may be not engaged. And then leveraging humans at the right points in time to have a touch point say, do you need some help here? Let me help you try to understand that. And then furthermore, I think if we thought talk about our third products, humans have to be part of that experience. And here I'm now talking really about qualified medical personnel that helps a patient undergoing chemotherapy to really think about on a remote consultations, which can happen then on an app, right? Like that's still the same product, but you get connected to a urologist, for example, who can then really make a decision. And based on that decision, your journey then continues in different ways. And I think that's where we're going to see the future of digital therapeutics growing. And that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. I used to ask the question in season one, standalone DTX versus at the time was calling it disease management 2.0, AKA virtual care. So this is sort of bringing back within the last three years. So thanks for that discussion. You're an entrepreneur yourself, obviously. What advice would you give to entrepreneurs that are just starting that journey in the digital therapeutic space? I would say first, you made a good choice. That's going to be a very, very exciting space in the next five to 10 years. We're still at the beginning and now they're coming into something that's really exciting. In terms of advice, I think you need to learn to navigate the system, which is never easy if you're starting this complex world like virtual clinics, digital therapeutics, that all has a big bunch of regulatory attachments to it. But I think what has been shown, if you learn to navigate the system and if you navigate through these different hoops and get to some outcome, you get something that is truly amazing where you can help patients. And I think that's something I love. Like the people working at our company, they have super committed and you get great talent. So yeah, just stick in there. Don't try to go for a quick win tomorrow, but really think about the long term. And I think then you will build something really cool. 
You are a relatively newcomer to the DTX space. You know, you've been through life science and in consulting and other things. Who do you look up to in the digital therapeutic space or maybe even broader digital health space? I would say more like even broader digital health because uh, those two that I'm going to mention now, they have moved beyond DTX. And I think that's for me still is Constantine, who was part from our journey from day one there. Kaya, I think, is a very inspiring company that made the move from Europe to the U.S., which is something we also want to do. And I think in that regard, uh, very inspiring for me, as well as Kai, the CEO and founder of Oviva, who's also one of our angel investors. And I think Kai has really built something where they're very far on this integrated care journeys and moved that to different countries across Europe. He's a very smart person also. Happy to learn from him. Well, Jens, we started with you. Let's end this podcast with you. What gets you up in the morning? Many times it's my son, because <laughs> he's loud. Maybe on a more inspirational part. Now, I really, I had many jobs in my past. And usually on Monday, I was in the shower and was like kind of thinking about, that's going to be a tough week. Now I'm under the shower on Monday morning. And I think about, wow, there's going to be so many exciting things coming up this week. And I really love working with the people here at Kronos. That really gives me, honestly, a lot of energy and get up in the morning very happily. Fantastic. Well, Jens, thank you very much for making the time and a pleasure of having you here. Same here. Thanks for the invitation, Eugene. Thanks for tuning into the Digital Therapeutics Edition of Digital Health Today, a production of mission-based media. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player so you're automatically notified each time I speak with one of these amazing leaders and trailblazers who are forging the path for digital therapeutics. If you'd like to learn more about Your Coach Health or Health Excel, you can find the links to this and more in the show notes for this episode. I'm Eugene Borohovich, and catch you next time.